this week, Elon does an about face. Tim Cook FaceTimes the Pope, and Kim Kardashian is faced with a fine. Those are some of the tech news stories this week, and it's Sunday, October 9th, 2022. My name is Kirk Corliss. I'm Scott Ertz. I'm Avery Pilch. And this is episode 110 and one of three special episodes of GMC Week in Review and F5 Live Refresh Technology Podcast. Proud partners of the Tech Podcast Network. Give it seconds here. you are and however you're accessing our show whether it be on social media like facebook twitter instagram or snapchat through a podcatcher like apple podcasts google podcasts uh spotify stitcher or a myriad of other options through our live stream platform platforms like livestream.com twitch or youtube where you can become a member and get exclusive content and ad free episodes of f5 live and pilch point or on our website plughitslive.com Thank you for making us a part of your day. There are, of course, two ways that you can do that. The first is Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can go to f5live.tv slash join us. There you can chat with us in the studio. Give us your feedback on the topics as we talk about them. Uh, if you're not able to join us live, that's okay. Sun- uh, Plunkitslive.com slash subscribe. There you'll see all of our shows, including F5 Live, The Pilch Point, uh, Plunkits Live Presents, and a whole lot more. And of course, you'll find all the ways to watch, listen, and follow along. Well, it is a great time to be back after a week absence. Hope everybody's doing okay. Scott is in a remote location for, for Roboticon for next three Sundays. That's why yes. we're having this this uh, podcast. And I'm sorry, special um, podcast, special episode for next two, this Sunday and the next two Sundays after that. So normally we're at Friday evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern time. F5 Live Refreshing Technology is at 9 p.m. Sunday's evening, Sunday evenings. So basically, I figured, what the hell we're going to do? <laughs> we're going to incorporate uh, F5 Live uh, on Sunday evening for the next three weeks. So it's great to be back. Abram, good it's to see you back, my friend. Yeah, it, wonderful, wonderful to be back. Uh, wonderful to be back. Uh, I know, uh, Scott, you have had to deal with some uh, inclement weather, to say the least. Uh-huh. So, uh, it's great to be back with both of you. Uh, I got I got lucky. The hurricane turned just in time. Uh, Noel, who's sitting here next to me in the in strike, did not get so lucky because it turned just in time mm. and headed for his place. But uh, yeah, everybody's good. Everybody's safe, and I believe everybody even has power again. So we're in a pretty good place right now. And speaking of being in a good place, I'm in strike. We on F5 Live and GNC we can review. We have talked many times about uh, the strike esports and gaming center that I'm involved in, and we're here because very cool because we just finished Roboticon uh, the first weekend of four very long weekends of Roboticon. Um, the first weekend is done, and so I'm still here at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> and we're definitely gonna get you back uh, back back home uh eventually uh, eventually in a, little, in a little while so we're gonna get jumping and also too so it's good to see everybody as well i'm glad we're back and also i'm so happy uh last week reasons we're off because of the 
uh, because uh, with everything going on, all the crazy that's going on with bad weather and what have you. Um, I'm really, we're really excited that um, our podcast did not win for technology award for podcast awards. However, we are still a nominee. Uh, we are extremely thrilled, excited, ecstatic of all the listeners and viewers who voted. We're extremely ecstatic of all the uh, people that voted on the, the podcast awards committee as well. Um, I know I have said this before and I'll say it again. I'm going to ha- give a big thanks to Todd for uh, allowing me to have, ha- allowing me and bring T- Scott on as co-host. Um, and this has been a great ride. It's still an awesome ride um, doing this podcast um, for um, for eight or five years. No, four years, excuse me, uh, 2018. So this is, we're at 110 episodes so far. Awesome. Um, you know, I love it. We're having a lot of cool inc- little cool a lot of cool great segments and topics and incorporating special guests we'll have more special guests in the future um so look forward to a lot of great stuff in the next uh few months or yeah a few weeks few months and and so on so i'm i'm really happy really really happy that uh and our and our website is on their web podcast award site um if you want to check it out we're one of the top one of the top 10 podcasts amongst a lot of great podcasts and i'm not just gonna count gets you know we had i mean there were great uh great shows on the list mm-hmm. this year including mm-hmm. our good friend uh chris jordan at the talking, talking sound, sound podcast right uh, <laughs> yep so yeah i was i was he really also pleased. didn't win so correct he did there not was win no there was no professional or personal jealousy neither no, one of us absolutely. won <laughs> absolutely not no absolutely not. i am so i'm so happy for chris uh, and his and his podcast and and all the great stuff that he does so so for kudos sure. to him kudos to him as well all right so with that we're going to jump in with the news this week This week's Nifty Gifties on F5 Live Refreshing Technology and GNC Week in Review is proudly powered by the Microsoft Store. Whether you're looking for a new laptop, tablet, Xbox, games, or a whole lot more, you can get them at the Microsoft Store. Remember, current students, faculty, parents, and active military can save up to 10% off almost everything. To browse the products and learn more about the discounts, you can go to f5live.tv slash Microsoft. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it's time to start talking about this, guys. It's time to start talking about CES. And I they're expecting a hundred thousand people. That's at least a hundred thousand, right? That's it's the first time since you know, things went sideways on us. That's uh, uh yeah, they know. can expect all they want. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's certainly that, but you know, they've been uh they they've been pretty confident on it. Uh Gary Shapiro, the president and CEO, said we're optimistic we can hit our attendance goal of a hundred thousand, which would make it the largest independently audited post pandemic tech event, which I mean is a lot of words. When with that many words, it's got to be true, right? <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you what I'm hearing from uh, what I'm hearing from vendors, but you know, our part of CES is, you know, I mean, obviously CES has that, you know, in a regular year has thousands of vendors, and most of them aren't there to meet with the press. They're there to try and sell 
uh, sell things to wholesalers or get yeah. investment or something like that. So I don't know if those folks are in a different uh, heads headspace, right. but uh, you know, talking to PR people, uh, they're still asking us. Like I get emails every couple of weeks. Like, are you sending people to CES? We want to know because we're still deciding whether to go to CES. So uh, that doesn't like when they're asking us. That doesn't sound like a great endorsement. Now speaking to here here's a, a, an interesting tidbit to know um you know we uh talking to my colleagues both at my public at my company parent company and out uh in the out at other companies uh most plan to dramatically scale back the amount of people that they are, would that they sent in a the last regular year like 2019 or 2020 actually right in 2020 so uh you know they they plan to go but where they might have sent like 10 people they might send two okay or something like that so you know that's so take that for what it's worth it's definitely going to be interesting um you know we're we're planning on having a big presence in fact we're we're talking about taking over a second stage so that we'd be at both the venetian and maybe central hall um and and throwing back and forth between locations mostly because the poor people in central hall can't get to our show because well most of them can't leave not everybody's you know intel or microsoft um neither of them have a floor presence anymore why were they my examples um <laughs> well the uh, one thing is one thing is concerning with west hall when they had the auto the auto tech there and when i was there it was like half the like majority of that hall, I would say three quarters, if not all, were completely barren. Mm. And it was really like like they were telling that when when it was there. I mean, obviously the six feet mask, what have you, but it was it was stark to see that emptiness. And if you saw uh, my my live stream when I, when I was there covering it or live stream, you know, doing some footage, taking some footage. You know, I was like, but they're, surprised, they're supposedly saying that from the press release, they're going to keep the, uh, they're going to have hope that's going to be completely booked. And also, too, like, you know, there wasn't, they said it was like 40,000 people there. I believe it because it was like, you know, when you're, when you're going, when you're at CES, I mean, it is like wall to wall people at, at the expo at the convention center wall-to-wall people you could i mean even like at ces unveiled and um showstoppers it's like you good luck trying to like sit down or try to find a place to interview someone or <laughs> you know so this this year should be interesting you know upcoming interesting should be interesting to find out you know if these companies are going to show up God forbid something happens where they have to put the mask back on. I mean, there's a whole lot of different variables to yeah. uh, that's going to happen. Yeah, the yeah. thing is, you can't blame companies or uh, journalists or anybody who might be plan thinking of going for either dramatically reducing their investment or not investing because you don't know. Like things seemed to be going so nicely like last fall at this time. And then Omicron uh, came, you know, came at, in November, the end of November or so. And by January, it was a, it was a bad situation. And we were, you know, 
like maybe two, three weeks before having these conversations at my job, like, do right. we, do we can't, you know, do we cancel? Uh, and you know, we were not the first, but not the last to, to cancel going and almost everybody else canceled. So like, it, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Now I do kind of feel like, um, the America anyway, is in a place where now where folks are less like the actual amount of disease spreading could be just as bad or worse but people seem to have moved to a place where they're like hey i'm you know if i get sick i get sick that's yeah. not my attitude at all mm. but uh i still wear a mask a lot uh but but i know a lot of but i know i that's my sense of where like a lot of people are yeah and so i can imagine them saying like who cares what what new variant comes out uh comes out december november we're still gonna go so i i don't know i guess uh i guess we'll have to see yeah and you know the the, the international companies you know the the foreign travel aspect is still a little odd there's not the restrictions that there were this time last year but you know there's there's still international travel concerns mm -hmm. uh that didn't that didn't exist in 2020 or, you know, Oop. in 2019 when we were planning for 2020 um you know there weren't the travel restrictions that there are now so i think that's going to cause some problems too yeah so we'll we'll see how it we'll goes see. we'll see sure <laughs> all right it's time This week's Pilch Point with Abram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. The best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all of your devices. You can get a special price and a 31-day money-back guarantee right now by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. Oh, I know that these words do not usually make Avram happy, but I'm going to say them again. I'm going to say them anyway. It's just about Prime Day. <laughs> um, so, yes. Um, did you know that there is a second Prime Day? I do now. You told me earlier. I did. Yes. I legitimately didn't know. I knew. Yes. Okay. So. This Tuesday and Wednesday, the 11th and 12th, are Prime Amazon's Prime Early Access Sale. However, most normal people are will just say Prime Day, Prime Day October, Prime Day Two. Sure. Uh, anyway, Prime Day Fall. Prime Day Fall. So, uh, what does that mean for you, and should you actually uh, care? So uh, for me, it means that, as we often do, we'll be doing a lot of coverage of deals uh, pretty intensely for Monday through Wednesday of this uh, week. Um, but uh, it's not just Amazon deals, and it's not just the 11th and 12th. Because when Amazon does something, just as we were talking on an earlier 
uh, segment about when Apple does something, other companies kind of copy. When Amazon says it's doing a sale, you can be sure that Best Buy, Newegg, Lenovo, Dell, other tech, uh, in the tech world anyway, other tech, other tech retailers will be doing their own sales. Uh, and they won't necessarily be doing them Tuesday and Wednesday. They'll be doing them maybe the whole week. So, uh, and Amazon will probably have some deals prior. So sure. Sure. Uh, the reason, of course, that Amazon wants to do this is to generate some extra revenue uh, before uh, before we get to November. Maybe they think people will not have the money to spend in November, but have it now. Maybe they think, um, you know, people want to spread their spending out. Maybe they're trying they to get ahead the, of inflation. Yeah, maybe they're maybe they're just trying to I don't know uh, generate more revenue because last year at this time they also did. So last year at this time, I believe last year at this time they also had a uh, or was it yeah. 2020 where they had a, they they had Prime Day in the fall yeah, and they probably they had to skip it earlier because they didn't have anybody working. Right, because of because of COVID, so. Yeah. They probably saw that and were like, oh, we made a lot of money that time. We need to make sure we make money at that time again. Because uh, so, I mean, that's how a lot of businesses work. Like, if you yep. did well last year, you got to do well this year. So, um, so they, so why not? It doesn't really, I mean, I wouldn't say it doesn't cost them anything, but it, I'm sure it's for, it, even if they don't, if it doesn't succeed at the level that, uh, that you know, July Prime Day did it will it will make them uh, some good money. So for you, the consumer, uh, should you care? Uh, yes, there. I think there's <laughs> going to be. I think there's going to be some deals out there. Uh, I think there's going to be some good deals out there on on tech stuff. Uh, there's always, of course, a question of like, is it going to be even better in a month? Uh, and I'm not. I don't think that it it necessarily will be. It depends on the product. So uh, one thing that I think, if you are someone who wants to build or upgrade a PC, uh, we are in a really great time to build or upgrade a PC right now. So any type of sales is just on top of that. I mean, well, we're in a great time in the sense that you can get everything's in stock and you can get it, you can get it at a good price. Uh, it you know we're in a somewhat of a transition time because we have new CPUs from AMD that just came out and. We're expecting new Intel chips to come out. So if you want the latest and greatest and greatest, then hey, you know, you might, and you're willing to spend for it, then you might want to wait. Uh, or, or, I mean, you don't have to wait for the for the AMD ones. They're out. They're not on sale, um, and they probably won't be on sale this week. But um, you can, you will find great prices on graphics cards. You will find great prices on SSDs. You will find great prices on RAM and on CPUs that are Intel 12th gen or Ryzen 5000 series uh, and the associated motherboards for them, you will find good deals. You will also find good deals on laptops uh, and on monitors. So you will find good deals okay. on, a, on a lot of things that you care about. Um, there may even be some deals on, on 3D printers. I hope so. Uh, so uh, this is a good time to, this is definitely a good time to upgrade, uh, to get that part that you've been waiting for. Um, maybe it's, you want to get a faster SSD. Uh, there's a fantastic sale right now. It's already started on our 
Tom's Hardware's uh, top uh, recommended SSD, the the uh, SK Hynix uh, Platinum P41, which is the fastest fastest uh, you know end user SSD we've tested, uh, is now one hundred nineteen dollars for one terabyte and two hundred seven for two terabytes on Amazon. So, wow. um, so there are definitely some really good. Uh, there are going to be some really good deals out there uh, this this week ahead, and uh, we're going to be covering them very intently at tomshardware.com. So please stop by. Um, but I think this is unless you want to get the uh, the very uh, latest high end Intel and AMD uh, chips that are coming out, or the NVIDIA four thousand series, which is ridiculously expensive, um, then. Uh, this is going to be a, a great time, a great time to buy tech. Uh, and of course, even if you're not planning on a major, you know, upgrade, this this is a good time to look for like those little peripherals and accessories that make your life better, uh, in in subtle but important ways. For example, a USB hub, right? Like, yeah, maybe. Um, we are actually in the process of getting in a bunch of USB hubs so we can actually do a review and maybe one of these pilch points. I'll just bring on a bunch of USB hubs to show everyone. Uh, but build a wall behind you. But I I love, <laughs> I absolutely love uh, my Sabre uh, USB hub that I bought with my own money like about a year ago. Um, and the, the thing about it is every it's like seven ports, but every port has an on. I mean, they're not the only ones to make this, but every port has an on off button. So yes. if I want to change between my headset and the speaker, when it's hard to do that, annoying to do that on windows, I just turn one off and the other one on. If I'm using a microcontroller, like Arduino, where you really have to, or um, Raspberry Pi Pico, where you, where to reboot it, you have to turn it off and on and there's no on off button. Uh, I don't have to unplug it and replug it. I can just turn the port on and off. So, um, so there are like lots of little things like that, that, uh, could be really good deals, you know, get yourself a wrist rest, get yourself new keycaps. Uh, last prime day, I, I decided to buy myself some new keycaps, which really, uh, kind of changed the game for me. I love these, these, these essay style keycaps that yeah. I got. So, you know, there's, uh, I think you'll see, uh, you'll see deals like that on the smaller things that even if you weren't necessarily planning to say spend hundreds of dollars, uh, you could pick up something that could really make your life uh, better in the day and your tech life better in the day to day. So it's interesting that you mentioned the USB hub because I bought one of, of similar spec because of uh, how much you said you liked yours. And I just checked uh, the one that I most recently purchased and it's on sale right now. So right. So, so we're already seeing it. And when I opened the Amazon app, by the way, like while you were talking, um, there was a thing about Prime Day preview or whatever it's called. So Prime Day early access. See, there you go. Uh, you know, another <laughs> thing that's like great to pick up at a time like this, you know, now the savings when something is $30, you're not going to save, 50, you know, $20 on it. Sure. But, you know, it might push you over the edge of saying, yeah, this is worth it. But like, Another thing I love, I have two of them, is a power tower. Like, mm -hmm. that's a, another great little, you know, $30, $40 that you might save 10, you know, five, 10 bucks on. 
that is yeah. something that really uh, can, you know, be a real improvement to your tech life. So, you know, there's yeah. there's the small and then there's the big and 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 uh, this could be a good opportunity for folks to uh, to save a little money. And of course, if you're buying things as gifts, when we when we do all these holidays, we only tend to think of ourselves now, like, hey, I want a new he headset, but. You know, maybe there's maybe you still need a gift for someone, and you can just keep it in the closet for a couple of months. Sure. Um, these things, you know, you could save quite a bit of money on things that you're going to give as gifts as well. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned your power tower. We did a product review on a product. So you know me, I'm looking at the things as you're talking about them. We did a product review on some on the weirdest named thing, the power cutie, whatever. Um, and it's it's on sale. So yeah, th things are already there. Yeah, so I mean, I I expect this to be a uh, a very fruitful uh, deal holiday. Uh, check you now, check it out. We will we will be highlighting the good stuff because mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's not good uh, on TomsHardware.com. So come uh, come check it out. Uh, we will be uh, live blogging the deal event, and we will be uh, having a number of stories to help you find the best stuff. Very nice. Well, we we appreciate it, Avram, for sure, because I didn't even know about the sale. Roboticon and the Hurricane have owned my life uh, <laughs> the last couple of weeks. So I legitimately, this is what I do when I had no idea. So de definitely appreciate it. And I look forward to uh, to seeing what uh, becomes available in the, uh, the next couple of days. This week's Extra Life on F5 Live Refreshing Technology and GNC Week in Review is proudly powered by EXA. EXA brings the latest technology to gamers, offering the most immersive products for the ultimate gaming experience. They've compiled the best elements of cutting-edge ENC tech, the latest in Bluetooth 5.0, 7.1 surround, plus extra features into their headsets so everyone can enjoy a sensational gaming experience. And they've got headsets for Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and PC. Plus, they won't break the bank. Learn more about the headsets that are available and any current promotions by going to f5live.tv slash exa. And yes, I will point out that I am currently wearing exa headphones because I really like them. Uh, anyway, uh, we have got a absolutely crazy uh, extra life topic today. Um, so a lot of video games, especially sports video games, feature real people in them, right? That's what makes them a success. Uh, EA licensed the NFL. You've got UFC. You've got all kinds of things. But an interesting copyright suit was filed because of it, but not by anybody related to the game. In fact... It's an artist, a tattoo artist, who tattooed, um, uh, who, who is it, Kirk? Who is the, the WWE uh, um, it wrestler? Is, yeah, it's, uh, w, it's uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Right. Um, and there, there are like a dozen tattoos or something like that. And they were, of course, replicated in the game. 
because they're on his body and and take two interactive licensed his likeness but the tattoo artist sued take two because they didn't get her permission to replicate her art in the game so that is an absolutely fascinating place to be um as far as copyright is concerned um and to make it even more interesting she won i i wasn't expecting that one i wasn't expecting it to end up in her favor it's such an interesting case because didn't she theoretically sell the artwork to the wrestler as part of the process of putting it on him apparently not i don't know it's mm. is it a licensing deal that she has with him for the artwork on his body it's all very interesting and i don't oh. i don't know i don't know where i sit on this where are you kirk um i that's a question i don't know like where i'm torn i'm torn i'm torn i thought that a lot of these from what i understand they wwe has you know when they have their games i thought that they have their own i'm kind of <laughs> i'm at a loss for words <laughs> to be honest i thought wwe has you know their own you know they have they get tattoos or they have their own their own people do that i didn't know they can go outside of their outside and have their own i this was really shocking me too i yeah it's yeah. it's fascinating mm -hmm. um and, and i was wrong on the number it's five not 12. Right. um I, he's right. got a bunch of tattoos five of them are from this one artist mm -hmm. um right do, do you have a take on this abram yeah so i was trying to look this look up who was the one who sued uh, but I remember there was a TV show. I, I heard about this somewhere. There was a TV. Do you remember there was a TV show, a sitcom called Rock? Uh, yeah. Back in the day, like maybe 20 years ago or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was on Fox. Uh, yep. Apparently, there was uh, a quilt or something that was shown on the show, and the artist sued, and I think they won interesting oh wow so huh. okay so there's precedent for it yeah uh oh oh no i'm sorry it wasn't a quilt it was an artwork called church picnic story quilts mm. uh and there was something right so it was like uh something about oh the it it was a it was used in the show Okay. Uh, and they they sued and i believe they won so like interesting if you have a piece of artwork behind you on i mean i don't know how like likely it is if i have like you know poster on the wall here if i'm going to be sued for having it on while i'm on like a you know running a podcast or something but uh scott has his hand up so. oh no i'm covering a poster on the wall Oh, anyway. Oh, okay. So, you know, it, it's uh, right. Yeah. Sega. Um, but I mean, like, I can, I can totally. Uh, so 
this reminds me of that like his tattoo it's his body but it's her artwork but uh it's a it's a little bit of a scary precedent it is i don't like it one of those things one thing that i am always wondering when i watch a movie is whether the tattoos that the character is shown that some characters are shown to have unless the tattoo is part of the story is the actual actor's tattoo or was just like part made you know made up for the character and it makes me wonder sometimes like oh if they have this like this tattoo is that is that because they didn't want like the makeup artist or whatever didn't want to cover over didn't want to bother covering over the tattoo with makeup or whatever so they just let them use their regular their regular tattoo because sometimes covering you know mike tyson's face tattoo is too much work i mean that might that that one might be a little i mean but you know i i don't know it 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 always surprises me that like people who are actors and actresses get get tattoos because doesn't that kind of like doesn't that kind of hurt the i mean i guess people in hollywood are like that's fine we'll just airbrush or whatever but figure it out i would figure that that would that would be a no-no because you never know what your character whether your character is supposed to have a tattoo or not right yeah it's it's really interesting i don't like i don't like the precedent for um i bought the artwork it's on my body um but you can still restrict what i can do with it that that's a strange does has she has she sued tbs for airing wwe i mean that's where this could go right Right. The other question is, what if the content in the tattoo is a trademark of somebody? Like, like, like uh, what if it's a, people what who if get it's like, like a soup can or something. What if it's get, an Apple logo? They get people get the the Rockstar Energy Drink uh, tattoos. I mean, right. Normally, their name is Kyle, but you know what I mean. And, <laughs> <laughs> right. People so do it. Well, that's what, and I was thinking too. I don't, I don't. They like a lot of these video game companies, like Madden, for example. Don't they have their own professional? Don't they have their own design team that can design tattoos? And and let's say that a football player doesn't have tattoos. Let's what? If, what if like Matt or EA Sports can design tattoos to like add them for them? Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, you know, EA. An employee of EA created the artwork, so it's not a problem. But right. in this case, they were replicating real-world existing tattoos, right? And okay. that's where the that's where the conflict comes in. Right. And it's it's fascinating. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the maybe it's the fact that it's literally replicated. That's the thing. Being mm-hmm. on TV, nobody went and recreated the artwork. But in this case, another artist literally recreated her artwork. Maybe that was the argument. Maybe I yeah. might be able to I might be able to get behind that argument to an extent. But mm-hmm. again, it's it's a tattoo on a person and it's still a tattoo on a person. Right. Even in the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, the metaverse here's my feeling. The metaverse is gonna get real weird. <laughs> after this, I mean 
yeah if if the idea is uh a representation of you know an avatar representation of you that mm-hmm. doesn't have to look like you you could do something different but if you wanted it to be a direct rep- replication of you you can't have tattoos it's yeah. fascinating it's a, it's a good question. On the on the flip side, you you, you then you got to also start to ask other questions. I mean, the tattoo is literally art, so I, I mm-hmm. get that. But like, I would really hate it if if like somebody the the company that made my glasses was like, "Hey, wait a second, you're profiting off of my glasses." Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the kind of thing that I'm worried about. Like the direction that this could go. You know, are you not allowed to wear your glasses or is Alante going to sue me because I'm wearing this shirt on the stream and he Don't did it's, a, it's, not, it's an original <laughs> piece of art. Don't tell him. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm really in trouble because this is an original piece of art of his too. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, yeah. I, it gets real weird real quick. Yeah. Um, if if we go down this path i think any further so it's definitely a concept i think we're gonna have to keep an eye on as we go especially for those of us who are on camera in the real world Mm -hmm. could it potentially uh come at us so we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it This week's news from the tubes on F5 Live Refreshing Technology and GNC Week in Review is proudly powered by Malwarebytes. Whether you use a PC, a Mac, or a mobile device, Malwarebytes Premium is the company's strongest protection ever. It fights threats that traditional antivirus software can't stop, plus it actively blocks threats like worms, rogues, dialers, trojans, spyware, and a whole lot more. It allows you to use your computer and mobile devices with confidence and peace of mind. To learn more and to get a special price, you can go to f5live.tv slash Malwarebytes. Security is a big topic and uh, it's going to continue here. So um, last month uh, during the Labor Day weekend, there was a Uh, ransomware attack against the LA Unified School District. It's not uncommon over the last couple of years, Avram and I, uh, and probably I think Kirk and I as well on the other show, we've we've talked a lot about um, these ransomware attacks, specifically going after government, schools, stuff like that. Um, This one was uh, from a group called Vice Society. um, And they the, the school district essentially was told by the U.S. Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, whom Avery and I have discussed in the past, uh, not to pay the ransom, which I think, as we all know, as soon as you pay the ransom once, right, it only, it only encourages more of it. it. It's what happens all the time. Um, and you give them money to support the next ransomware attack, which will be uh, more intense than the last. Anyway, so uh, now a 500 gigabyte data cache, which, by the way, not a ton of data. That's uh, only about 10 times 
the, the video of tonight's show. Um, <laughs> it's not a ton of data, but if you're talking things like text documents, PDFs, that can add up real quick. A 500 gigabyte uh, data cache has been released because uh, the ransom was not paid. They had until the fourth. They did not do it, and so now the data is out in the wild. Um, it's, I mean, it is the risk you take, right? Um, the possibility with with this kind of breach is that they will either release data or uh, destroy your computers, so you lose your data, or a combination of the both. They're not mutually exclusive. Um, at least in this case, the entire LA school district didn't lose all their uh, computers which we've absolutely seen before. Um, oh, I can't remember what bank it was, but they had to like cut an entire branch off their network because um, a ransomware got into it. So it's it's definitely interesting. And it again, it's the risk we take uh, in not funding what is essentially digital terrorism, right? Yeah, I mean, look, look what happened. Uh, I think recently there was one with Gigabyte where a whole lot of data was, by the way, I mean the company Gigabyte, not Gigabyte's worth of data, um, <laughs> which inevitably it was. But um, I, they refused to pay the ransom or they didn't pay the ransom and stuff got out, I think. Um, so stuff happen, you know, uh, you have to make a decision about whether or not you're going to pay yeah. uh, ex extortion. Uh, I guess keep your data safe if you can, because um, it's it's a difficult decision whether you're going to pay. And if you pay, how do you know that they're not just going to come back again or somebody else? So, And how do you know if you pay that in this case, since they didn't lock the computers out, how do you know they're not going to release the data cash anyway? Right, exactly. If it's data that you're trying to keep them from from revealing, how are you going to be sure that they don't reveal it? Right, like give just because all your copies or something. Just I mean, because you pay the ransom doesn't mean they won't still kill the hostage, which is exactly what this was. Right, exactly. So, you know, I can't. Uh, also, this is a you know public, uh, you know public school system where uh, they are dealing with taxpayer dollars. Not sure I would be happy in my tax debt pay dollars going to pay for that um so uh yeah i mean information gets out there i guess the best thing we could do is uh try to create a i think the best solution to data breaches uh particularly if the data breach involves personal information where there are like social security numbers involved here or anything like that um i have not seen uh any any details on what was released kirk do you know uh, what kind of data was in there uh, i'm looking right now um it doesn't say what kind of data yeah um, i didn't see it anywhere either um, oh yeah I'll, so i i don't know what data is in there we can we can dig into yeah. that a little bit so uh, if yeah. it were if it were like personal data um even so, you can't pay them off. But we ought to create a society that, or that is more tolerant of like not reliant on social. This reliant on something like social security numbers for giving. Well, that's credit. what that, that's the, that was. I'm looking right now. It was uh, um, 
uh, social security numbers, bank account info, information, and health data that extends oh. to students' psycho psychological profiles. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, that is really bad. Yeah. Uh, I think the problem is anytime you're giving your data, it you're creating a point of failure where it can be lost. So we need uh -huh. to, I mean, obviously things like that are highly personal, like your medical data, are very hard. Like, it's really hard to put that genie back in the bottle right if somebody has that but it's something like your credit you know social security number your bank account number like there ought to be better security to prevent unauthorized people from using those in the first place and we ought to have a better id system for this sort of thing than the social security number yeah and so maybe this i don't know what it is but there are really bright minds out there who could probably put their heads to this like we ought to have a, we ought to have methods that for payment and credit and things like that and identity that are uh, a little bit more hack proof than this because we're relying on all of these different entities the other thing is there there ought to be some limitation to what what places can ask for right like agreed mm -hmm. the yep. problem is you're usually as a person not not in a good position to say no like i can't say how many times i've been to like a doctor and they're like you want your social security number and i'm not really sure that they need my social security number or why they would need it like they have my insurance number right right isn't that what they need mm -hmm. like but on the other hand you know i'm not gonna i want to go to the doctor so i'm not gonna get an argument right then so you know i mean this is where there maybe there ought to be a law like you only ask for this Oh, here's who can ask for this information and other people it's illegal to collect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I got to tell you, my favorite part of this story, and I, the fact that there's a favorite part is a little sad, but my favorite part of this story is that the organization, you know, the, the what do they call themselves, Vice Society, they released the data a day early, and they, while not directly saying that the reason that they did it was this, they basically said that, the that the the CISA had wasted their time by telling the school district that they were wrong to reject the extortion attempt. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> you wasted our time. Yes, exactly. Mm. Correct. Ding ding ding. You nailed it. That was the goal. <laughs> and the idea that they're like, well, I can't, yeah. I can't. You wasted our time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Correct. Yep. That's absolutely amazing. Uh, <laughs> we're going to release the, the data a day early because uh, because the government wasted our our time by uh, discouraging extortion. Uh, okay. That takes balls. <laughs> right. It really does. And mm -hmm. of course, by that you mean the energy drink that the programmers were probably drinking. And if they probably had a tattoo or not. <laughs> not hashtag ad. Not hashtag ad. <laughs> uh, so oh, we don't know what the result of this will be. Um, oftentimes when we see these types of stories, um, the organization that was hacked uh, ends up with some sort of a, a, a PII type um, uh, protection service that's available to those who have been affected. It's the government. There's no telling. Um, but... Uh, definitely keep an eye out for that if you believe that you might have been affected uh, by this data release.
This week's DRM Not Included on F5 Live Refreshing Technology and GNC Week in Review is proudly powered by Amazon Prime. We all know that you get free shipping on millions of products with Amazon Prime, but you get a whole lot more. Like free music with Amazon Prime Music, free TV, movies, and documentaries with Amazon Prime Video, free games and a free Twitch subscription to support the content creator of your choice with Amazon Prime Gaming, plus a whole lot more. We've got links to all of these features and some of our favorites, plus a 30-day free trial, all by going to f5live.tv slash prime. Oh, YouTube, how we love to hate you or hate to love you. I don't know which one it is. Let's decide. Um, so it seems like we're constantly trying to figure out what they're up to and what's coming next. Um, and this week, some users on Reddit uh, started posting that they were being told that if they wanted to watch videos on YouTube in 4K, that they would have to uh, sign up for YouTube Premium, which is their paid subscription. Uh, but not everyone seems to be experiencing this. Some users seem to still have full access to the free 4K, uh, while others are saying that um, they're being asked to upgrade to premium. We don't know if this is some sort of a limited test, if there was a glitch in the software. YouTube has not uh, said publicly what's going on here, uh, so we legitimately don't know what we're up to. Um, but it's definitely an interesting move. It's always, you know, it's always... It's always disappointing and frustrating when um, a company makes a service free and then they're like, no, just kidding. We're going to put this behind the paywall now. We know you like it, so we're going to make you pay for it. Um, so if that's what's going on here, I think you know, users are increasingly frustrated with YouTube. Um, and I, don't, I think this would be a terrible move. What do you think, Kirk? Um, I said that you know, uh, I I have YouTube Premium, and I I think we talked about this previously before that you, YouTube and their you, their 4K content. There isn't a whole lot of mm -hmm. 4K content. And I know, Avery, we mentioned that like before. You guys mentioned that before. I just like you know to have them. Pre it seems like they're like kind of like pressuring users, you know, to. I mean, you get you get like no ads, obviously. You get some other little features, but. For me, if I was if I if I didn't get YouTube uh, Premium and they're saying well you can get things in 4K I wouldn't I wouldn't get it because I'm not really a I don't see a whole lot of content in 4K yeah. and B I want something more be want something more in addition to that yeah that's that wouldn't be enough of a push for me even if there was a ton of content that wouldn't be enough for me I mean yes I'm surrounded by 4K screens where I'm sitting right now but mm -hmm. in general it's it's not but also <clears throat> YouTube's not one of my go tos so I. I apologize. Yes, we stream on here, and I, but yeah, well, well. <laughs> yeah, let's no, not let's not lose our base just yet. <laughs> what about you, Abram? <clears throat> I think 4K at this point should be considered a uh, I don't know, right is a strong word, but it should be considered like standard. Mm. Um, I mean, enough people have 4K televisions. Enough people have. Um, 
you know, it's it's weird. I was thinking about this the other day. Netflix still charges you extra. The base plan doesn't give you 4K. Yeah. But yep. every other streaming service I have doesn't make that distinction. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Can you think of any? No. Uh, I mean, HBO Netflix Max, is, Hulu. Netflix's Disney. business model is still very strange. Their pricing model is yeah. very different from everybody else's. Mm-hmm. And same with Hulu as well. The Hulu's is, is so confusing and complicated with their bundles and everything like that. That's I, true. But yeah, Net, Netflix is the only one that I can think of that has a different tier for 4K. And it annoys people. Yeah, yeah it, I can't blame them. It's extremely annoying and it's extremely annoying. Make it stop. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean... It, it, it comes back to our our constant topic about subscription fatigue yeah i am i kind of live my life because of the various shows through youtube and i will not buy youtube premium (laughs) i have too many of these things this is not going to be one of them right yeah yeah i that is like the last thing that i want (laughs) to subscribe to i mean look i guess that's what Elon Musk should be spending his money on. Like, if I had the money of Elon Musk, that's what I would do. I would subscribe to all these little things that I would buy, like, one 4090 video card and then have enough money left over to subscribe to all these little services, and I wouldn't have any subscription fatigue. Throw it all on my credit card. I don't give me, you know, $5 for a month. For, is it $5 something for YouTube uh, Premium? You know, when with I as start... many times a day as YouTube pops up the little, do you want to subscribe to premium? Mm-hmm. You oh, think it, I'd know the I price. Found, I found that it lately. I forgot to... how much it is, and I have YouTube premium. I forgot I, how much it is. I find that it lately <laughs> tries to fool me too. Like uh, I have found situations on mobile or whatever where, like, I try to hit something and it like pops up this big thing, subscribe, and like uh-huh. you got to be careful to close it because it wants you to hit like the subscribe button. So yeah, it's there. Somebody there is under a lot of pressure to drive subscription, yeah. and they're probably trying whatever they can to get people to to do it. Um, uh, sorry, folks. I, I mean, I if they gave you these features as like an add-on for say something like YouTube TV, like oh, you get YouTube TV and we'll give you the YouTube Premium features too. Like that Which would I be. Nice... I think they do. They do. Oh, they do. They do. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Premium oh, comes with YouTube TV. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that's that, see, I'll appreciate that because I'm probably going to get YouTube TV soon. So, like, that's, uh, <laughs> my 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 parents and brother have uh, YouTube TV. Yeah, we're fine. I mean, I I hate to admit that I haven't cut the cord yet, but we're probably cutting the cord like this week. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, but I can only do that if I get YouTube TV because my family relies on a lot of stuff that's on. Uh, that's on like regular channels so mm-hmm. um yeah it uh i mean they're i think 4k should be considered standard i don't think youtube has 4k content that is worth paying for yeah so right. they're also in a poor position there um so also you know i mean look i like 4k content but if you've on a lot of tvs the upscaling is so good that like True. This little YouTube video, like, oh yeah, I got to have it. I have to have it in 4K. If I didn't have it in 4K, I wouldn't pay for it. Right. 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 
and that's why that's why I'm saying before you don't see a whole lot of videos shot in 4K. I mean, it's maybe a, a small. And I admit I have YouTube Premium because a I do not like the ads. I can't I can't do it. I mean, I have Netflix with no ads, Hulu with no ads, Amazon Prime. Um, you know, hence the uh, <laughs> the ad, I guess. But no, um, I just can't. That was the main reason why. And I think there's some other features, but but again, if I was brand, if I was like you know, if they said that was one of the, the hot, they highlight that as the greatest thing since spread. Absolutely not. But I just can't see. You know, I agree with you, Evan. They should be more. It, they should be. It should be a standard. But also, too, I think they should be able to, you know, put more content out. And I said it before. There's you don't see a lot of like games or or I'm sorry, movies or what have you content on it, or even sports for that matter. So yeah, we're still we're still at really nascent. Like people have 4K TVs. Right, but they don't have 4K content. Exactly. Uh, in, in in fact, right, like you still cannot, like you still would like. We're hoping that the new graphics cards make 4K gaming at high settings reasonably playable. Mm -hmm. But you still like. There's lots of 4K gaming monitors out there. Yeah, you right. cannot even with like the best of the best graphic cards, you can't play like 120 frames a second at 4k unless you dial down your settings to mm -hmm. to garbage so like right yeah it's 4k we're still like the screens are there but the the content still isn't there the one that shocks me the most is that i do not maybe i missed it but i still haven't seen almost never see anybody put out movie trailers that are natively in 4k mm -hmm. true yep. yep they they there are people who go out and upscale them, but that's not not officially not, the same thing. not officially 4K. Yeah, it's it's definitely all very strange. I think it would be a terrible business move for them, and hopefully, yep. uh, this is a test that fails miserably. Yeah. All right. And finally, Abram, you're in for you're in for a um, uh, you're in for a treat. So. Um, so and uh, so we have with this episode of and finally usually Bob's food and tech. So we're going to get this really quick here. Okay, so Polly John's may have hot pizza, but they are in hot water as they're being sued for a customer for allegedly breaking the U.S. Wiretap Act by snooping on the way he browsed the Papa John's website. Uh, the uh, basically uh, they're being accused of using of wiretapping rules by using failing of using wiretapping rules by using so-called session replay software on his website. This software records in phones home everything a user does on a site beyond what fetching pages and placing an order of submit that were that uh, they're being being told. For instance, if it tells Papa John's where the mouse is moved and clicked and was typing a page, it's claiming this info can be used to figure out when users get stuck, bail out of a sale, get lost, and so on. Um, the complaint is named name of software or spyware. Um, this is uh, Papa John's allegedly using. He claims that the code is legal. The lawsuit is seeking the quote the greater of ten thousand dollars or one hundred dollars per day for each violation of the Wiretap Act, as well as twenty five hundred dollars in statutory damages for each violation of SIPA. Um, the lawyers can't be concerned are not certain about how many class members lawsuit covers. They believe quote millions were snooped on. The registered asked Papa John that lawsuit, and by recording this episode, there was no response or comment from the company. So. Um, so this type of software is not unusual. Hmm. Um, it's, 
way less common in a published app uh, than it is in like an alpha or beta app. And normally you have um, you have people like keeping track of how the beta users are using it to see if there's user experience errors, which might be what's happening here, but um, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't like it. I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of this type of, of software, um, but it exists. There's lots of companies that make it. I bet, I bet there's a lot of websites that you visit that have it on there because, you know, they can get heat maps. Where's the mouse? Where's the, you know, there's all that stuff is very common. So, uh, this feels a little bit like Yahoo trying to enforce a patent on podcasting to Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But, Go ahead, Abram. But, I mean, it, it, how would you feel about them knowing this about you? I've I accepted guess. that a lot of websites do it. There's free versions of this out there. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I kind of, I kind of accept that I don't have a lot of privacy when online shopping. But yeah. it could be a lot worse. Think about when you go to a physical store and there's always some like creepy salesperson following you around. Like, how are you? How can I help you? Oh, you looking for that? Looking, oh man, the last time I went furniture shopping, it was like being so harassed, and you know you just couldn't just look around and like they try to sell you extra stuff. Oh, so annoying. So listen, if this is the online alternative, that just a quiet thing that sort of tracks my movements a little bit while I'm there, that's that's nothing. And it oh, it knows that I I bailed out of the sale. Well, yeah, of course it does. You have a shopping cart. That was created and you abandoned. Of course they know that. I get that all the time too. I get I get like, oh, you still have stuff in your shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same here. Like that. <laughs> yep, same <Yeah>. here. <laughs> Absolutely. So I mean the the whole you know mouse tracking and finger tracking, the fact that it's doing key logging um, might be a problem because I don't know, you know submitted data is one thing versus key logging is a little different so that'll be an interesting aspect of the case to follow um but yeah i i don't know i'm in a weird place on this i think i like like we said i i think i've just come to accept that this type of thing is happening in apps in websites in everywhere yeah this is a frivolous lawsuit i think I think yeah. I think it's people's lawsuit. I don't think it's it's uh, it's like it's, it's like you say, guys. It's, you know, it's an ongoing occurrence, and yeah. So I think the key logging is going to be the only bit that that they're going to struggle with. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be, I think that's going to be a problem. I think nothing else is going to stick. Personally, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see. Yep. All right. And with that, that is the tech news for this week for Sunday, October 9th, twenty twenty. And especially you and technology 
Show notes from this episode can be found at gnsweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewshunter.com. And be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at geeknewshunter.com slash live for the Geek News Hunter podcast. And then be sure to watch and tune in next Sunday for another episode, another special episode of GNC Week in Review and F5 Technology at gnsweekly.com slash live roughly around at 9 p.m. Roughly 9 p.m. Eastern time. And as always, if you are new to podcasts, be sure to like and subscribe to the GNCWIR channel on YouTube. Also, please make sure to click on the bell and always select notifications so you will not miss the, you will not miss the next episode. Also, be sure to share this episode with people you know that they can also check out the podcast and pass along the word. This podcast is easy to describe in your favorite podcast app. And be sure to tune in to F5 Live Refreshing Technology with Scott and Abram Pilch after our special episode the next two Sundays, which is Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I'll be at f5live.tv slash join us. Or be sure to subscribe to podcasts on your paid podcast app. If you have comments on this week's episode, we'd love to hear them. Head on over to gnsweekly.com slash connect and connect via email, Twitter, or Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Kirk Corliss. Scott is on Twitter at Triple T M A B O. Abram is on Twitter at Geek and Chief. So the next special episode of GNC Week and Review F and F5 Refresh Technology. So long. Ciao.